0: What's up guys? Welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, a show where we talk all things tabletop gaming. My name is Jason.
1: And my name's Ian.
0: And along with Paul in the Meeple newsroom, we will be your hosts and guides through this voyage into our gaming-obsessed minds.
1: So watch as we bumble along through the gaming industry, pop the kettle on, grab a brew, and let's move on with today.
0: dee dee and let's move on for our first episode of 2021, and my first question, Ian... Can you believe that hellish year, 2020, is finally over?
1: It is, but it also feels like 2021 is already saying, hold my beer.
0: Yeah, it's not got any better, has it really?
1: Nope. I made a few people laugh saying, um, I feel like I've just finished um, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, just entered 2021, like entering the very last level titled Doomsday Zone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good (laughs) reference, to be fair. Blast out the death not.
1: egg, go into supersonic, up comes the title Doomsday Zone. There is your twenty twenty one wrapped up in one description
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> Full of energy God. to
1: take on what has probably been the worst start of a year I've ever seen, but with hope in the distance that this can get better.
0: I think there is definitely a light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Both of you and me are are, are are train fans and you know that that's always my go to is thinking of a train tunnel with a massive light at the end of it.
1: Yep, we just don't know how far the tunnel goes.
0: <laughs> no, I, uh, as it currently feels, I think we're on, you know, about halfway through the Euro Tunnel, but uh, it could also be a localized tunnel, so who knows? So what have you been up to since we last met? Oh, God, it must have been back at the start of December at this point.
1: Yep, yeah, it's been a quiet Christmas. Um, not too bad. A few gaming bits. Um, time with my partner, which has been good. Um, 2020 hasn't been all bad to me. So, I do feel very lucky on that front. Um, I think, you know, personal life wise, I mean, things between me and my partner are going well. College is a bit up in the air, courtesy of this virus. So, it's mm. about 50 50 at the moment. But as I said in the title, bumbling my way through straight into 2021.
0: <laughs> I think bumbling is what we do best, isn't it? really? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. Since I last saw you in December, like, gaming has really, really been slow for me. Like, I've got some games in here and there, obviously whenever we've got up online and and we've managed to play a board game here and there. But other than that, you know, I, I've lost all interest in playing digital games. It was all right at the start of the first lockdown, but by this point, I now look at my Steam game list and just go, I, I don't, I'm not interested in playing any of them, which is a real shame for me but
1: one thing I've taken on recently is I'm now starting to try and work through some of the rule books um, of some of the games that we haven't had the opportunity to try in person. So I can start getting some more active play on tabletop. The groups on, on the discord groups are starting to pick up again. Yeah. Uh, you know, and um, I want to be there ready to try some stuff like stop the train as a Kickstarter mentioned Back on the other podcast that turned up near the end of the year, it's a four to six player game. I had, you know, the chance of me getting, of being allowed to have four people in one room they're going to be a while away. Yeah? yeah. So I need to sit down and learn all the rules for that because it is on tabletop. You know, there's nothing stopping us playing it. But I want to get my head around it so I can then not waste other people's time, you know, and teach mm. myself and them all at the same time.
0: As I say, the only games that are, are really acceptable, really, that we're we're learning the rules as we play, is games that none of us own, I think, um, or we've not had a chance to play. Like we we played uh, with a couple of the the members recently. I played uh, Unicorn Fever, and I felt bad because this is actually a game I own. I, I backed it on Kickstarter, but I didn't know any of the rules and immediately after the game it was in my mind that I should have learnt the rules before suggesting this. So yeah, going forward my aim is to spend my time sitting down reading rule books and learning these games so that when we are one, able to game in person I can teach them and two, if I have to teach them online I know what I'm talking about or at least have the rule book there in physical form to to really go go ahead and learn.
1: I think this segues nicely into a plan both of us have as well of um, getting a catalogue of our board games together yes so once the group's open we can bring it with us and make sure if people want games we can have them requested for future things yes but also you know anywhere around you can see what games me and you prefer what games we like what games we know on tabletop um, and gives us the opportunity to as you said to make sure we learn all of our games know how to play them so that we can teach other people, and with, with the digital age, with things like tabletop simulator and stuff, and maybe we need to get onto some of the other systems as well. Yes. Um, we can start learning how to um, build up the community that way as well.
0: Yeah, I think there's um, there's some big things that we could do this year, and and that's that's the first one. As you said, it's something you and me have talked about for ages. Is actually cataloging our entire gaming library because at the moment, especially yourself you know if we if we do run physical events, you turn up with you know eighty to a hundred board games and maybe three of three or four of them get played. It's probably easier just to have a catalogue and actually get people to really figure out what they want to play um and be able to look at pictures you know read a brief description of what the game is so I think that's definitely a really good idea for yeah. physical events.
1: Yep, but it also, as I said, it also does segue on to the digital systems as well. Mm. It pushes us to actually learn our stuff. It pushes us to teach other people. It means we've got other gamers that come regularly to our groups that know some of the games. It means we don't always have to be there, yeah. being the one to teach, you know, and just help. You know, the few little bits of help sometimes you can just leave, give a game to a group and know that they'll be safe and happy with it, all sort of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Turning our back on 2020, I think this is the last time we'll use that phrase in uh, in this podcast. We're going to look forward to the future and that light at the end of the tunnel. Um, what has changed? What's changed for you, what's changed for me and what's changing for the podcast? Has anything big really changed in your life right now that you, you would like to share?
1: As I said, I have a new partner, Um been going strong for a couple of months now, and that is all going well. Um, she loves gaming too, which means I've actually managed to start actually playing games again in amongst all of this um, chaos that is the world we live in. So I do feel very lucky on that front. My college course is coming towards an end, but it's also got issues with me trying to get placements again to the virus, so up and down um does mean that there might be instances this year where college might have to take priority over recording and things so we'll deal with that as we get to it but just so people have a warning um yeah and I've been one of the lucky few because of my job to have had the vaccine as well so you know that helps in the long term for all sorts of choices yeah you know for me for again feeling very lucky I've actually come out of 2020 in a fairly good place which mm isn't how the year started. Anyone who knows my personal history and ever wants to chat to me about it, I'm very open about it, but there was a pretty tremendous start before the virus hit at the start of this year towards my life. And this year has started to be, I was determined not to let 2020 beat me, especially after all of the doom and gloom that was COVID-19 and still is COVID-19. Yeah. Um, And I feel I've actually achieved that. I've built myself back up and things have fallen into place. Yeah, you know, lot, there was lots under my nose that I didn't notice. Some very different and weird things this year have come up, just gone. Um but yeah, I'm in a really good place.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I class myself to be in a fairly good place as well. You know, work is still going strong. I'm I'm very privileged amongst the millions that have unfortunately lost their jobs in the United Kingdom uh over yeah, with, with what's been going on with the pandemic and stuff, but my job's going strong. It's very secure for me at the moment. Um, I did have some bad news towards the end of last year, again in my personal life, that's so the sort of polar opposite for yourself, however I have worked through that, it is now worked out quite nicely, so no complaints for me on on the personal front, but one thing I have been doing quite a lot since we last met at the start of December, as I'm sure most of you will have noticed now, is the rebrand of this podcast. This is something that we discussed uh, a little while ago as a potential and having the extra time off gave us the time to really sit down and think of a new name, think of where we wanted to take the podcast in the future. So, yeah. What, what do you think about the the rebrand so far, Ian?
1: I really liked it. It took us a little while to settle on anything and we had many discussions between the three of us. You can't I don't want to forget that Paul is a big part of this as well. Indeed, yes. Um... And the direction we want to go, this podcast isn't just a local podcast. It's, you know, it's a gaming podcast at the end yes. of the day. We want yeah. it open to everyone. And we decided labeling it with our local area of Crawley and our local gaming groups narrowed it too much.
0: Yeah. So, I, think, um... uh, I think now, hopefully, we will be able to appeal to a, a few more people outside of our local area. We are still going to be catering for... <laughs> The people in our local area as well as those outside as well so
1: we still run cgc crawley gaming community is still there um nothing's changed in that but it does segue me onto something else i want to bring in while we're on the subject of Mm rebranding is we run three groups between us there Mm -hmm. is crawley gaming club um board gaming at the the, um, comic shop and there was pound hill board gamers yes That Poundhill Board Gamers was one of my um, was my main thing, but it was more of a social sort of thing with my friends than ever becoming a proper gaming group. And with personal time being an issue is one of the things brought up by 2020 and the fact that it was the quietest of the three groups. Both me and Jason have talked about it a lot and I have taken the decision that we are retiring Poundhill Board Gamers. Yeah. as a gaming group. It's still All the members are still parts of all of the other groups anyway. Um, and um, I will still be a big part of um, Crawley Gaming Club, the comic book shop, and also, uh, you know, I still help out and involve with the um, uh, Horsham and Crawley Pokemon group as well, once yeah. that's ever allowed to start back up and running. So, you know, my gaming stuff hasn't calmed down at all, especially now I'm doing the podcast, but I needed to find time to do things for myself. It's one of the big things that came out this year. Mm. so as a result we all knew something had to budge um and the simplest answer was that was the quietest club and some of the local people towards that have moved away or moved on sort of thing so we we decided that we might we'd rather focus on the other clubs instead
0: yeah yeah i totally understand uh, where you're coming from obviously like you said we have talked about this at length um, I wanted the decision to be yours because uh, the club was never mine from its inception. You ran it for a very, very long time, um, well before I even started my club. So, you know, it, it really was your baby and I totally understand it. I I know it's been hard for you to make that decision, um, but I think, as you said, we we really weighed up the pros and cons and it probably was the best the best option um, for both yourself and me because again you know you 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 struggle for time as well as I do now um, at the time we were running three gaming clubs a week we were recording uh, one evening a week and basically I had my son every weekend so I had one day free which was usually my editing day. So I literally was flat out and it was, yeah, it was affecting me.
1: I think both of us burnt out uh, at that point.
0: Yes. Yeah. And one thing I have learned is I do not want to get to the point of burnout within this hobby. It's happened to me a fair few times in the past. Um, And that's actually some, one of the the episodes I was going to pitch that we do is actually how to avoid hobby burnout. So you can expect possibly a podcast about that in the future. But yeah, as for as for right now, unfortunately, Pound Hill Board Game is uh, has has now been dissolved. If the demand was there in the future, would it be something that you would consider bringing back?
1: Yeah, as I said, it's never it, it came about through um, mine and my ex-wife. We set up our our shop business that failed, and after it failed, we still had a group of us without knowing about any of the other board game groups in Crawley that still wanted to meet. So that's where that originated from. Um, you know, so a lot of the people that came were my group, of, social group of friends anyway, and I still see. Yeah. So if the demand ever came up for another group, I'm more than happy to set one up. But it's it's all dependent on making sure that mine and yours personal time doesn't get affected out of it all. Yes. You know, yeah. it, even to a point um, at the start of last year. I struggled to just relinquent the running of my Friday group for one day so I could go and do something for my personal life, you know, and it was, yeah. we managed it and I did it and it was fine and everyone else ran the group fine, you know, off their own accord but these things become so big in your lives and such a huge part of everything, it does make you worry.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely and and we yeah, we, we sort of said it at the outset of this podcast, we are gaming obsessed. Um, we're fully aware of this, <laughs> you know. Everything in our life seems to revolve in some way about gaming, and but at the same time, as you said, we we also have personal lives outside of gaming. So we just need to get that that balance, I think. Yep. Um. So, what can you expect from the podcast this year? Or more to the point, what can you expect from the Meeple Minded this year? Because it's not just going to be about podcasts, is it, Ian? Nope. No, we have big plans for 2021. It is a fresh year. We want to use it as a fresh start. Obviously the rebrand to the Meeple Minded, we've already explained to you. So the podcast will continue. We are gonna aim to continue it weekly. Obviously, as what Ian said earlier, that may well change on the occasion, but you will always know when that happens. Yep. Uh, As for other plans, we have started the process of recording video content for our YouTube channel. So what, what do you think about that?
1: So every Monday, we're still trying to do our meetups online, especially in this current climate. Um, and we figured, we rec- you know, we play these games online, and we stream them actually to the chat group if they fill up, like we were playing Side the other night filled up so we started streaming it so a few others could actually just sit and watch um, mm-hmm. we had our friend ed um, who joined halfway through was quite happy just sitting watching us play and i'm a big fan of things like that anyway yes so we figured we would start looking to doing that a little bit more and we can explain them what we're doing and people can see a little bit more of what our hobby actually entails
0: indeed indeed um, I also would like us to be doing things like unboxing videos, as and when we do get these new games that we're constantly talking to you guys about, and that way you get to see them, you know, yep. see what we're talking about rather than just hearing us, you know, um, wax lyrical about these games. You know, it's <laughs> it's always good to see what what the person's actually talking about. Um, it would be great to do some learn to play videos at some point in the future. Um, we are hoping to do this year, we are really, really hoping to push our reviews of new games as well as old ones. Because we love our old games, but we also love to try new things. So yep, I think this year is going to be a big year for, for us here at the Meeple Minded. Yeah. Obviously, we've already mentioned him at the start as well. Paul is back. Paul is going to be in the newsroom. So he will continue to bring you the weekly news. Any Kickstarter campaigns that we think you guys really need to know about. Um, I think this year is going to be big for Kickstarters, especially because last year, let's be honest, it was a bit—it was a bit poor, but totally understandable with what was going on. Is there—is uh, there any Kickstarters that you've already heard about that you're you're interested in?
1: Unfortunately for me, yes. Um, I am desperately trying to save money at the moment and failing miserably. Um, <laughs> But they have announced one of my favourite video games is getting a Kickstarter very shortly. And that is Slay the Spire. Oh yes, that's saw it's that one. It's a deck building game as a PC game anyway. And I've spent many an hour just sitting, um, wasting time playing that. Um, and thoroughly enjoying myself. And not only that, they put the words co-op on it as well. And it's oh, just like, you know, it's, it's everything summed up in a game and it's just like take my money I I,
0: I can currently imagine that a blank check has just sort of flown out of your wallet towards that
1: yep so um, (laughs) that was a tough one for me Um, and then there's one other on the horizon that I'm really having to consider Mm -hmm. and um, me and my girlfriend have actually tried this week, funnily enough, literally two nights ago, yeah. um, I started playing my Kingdom Rush Kickstarter that's just arrived.
0: Indeed, yes. Um,
1: because there is a standalone sequel coming to um, Kickstarter um, I think next month. Wow, and even on, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on, um, I think it's on the 9th of February. Um, I could be wrong on the date, but mm. it's somewhere around then. Okay. And, um, but for me, I know that game's not going to be cheap because I paid a lot for the last Kickstarter, so I need to be certain I'm enjoying the one I've got Yes. before I funnel even more money into another game.
0: <laughs> I, will, I will say, because like, obviously I purchased uh, Kingdom Rush as well, I, I got the retail version from our local gaming store, and it is genuinely... What, the miniatures in it have made me paint them all. They're all painted, they're all based, they're ready to go. I still haven't had the chance to play the game yet, but if this new one comes with miniatures it does i'm I'm gonna be tempted i think um i mean just just very quickly you know without going into detail because i would love to do an actual podcast on it how did you find kingdom rush
1: i really enjoyed it it is tough it's it's a very brutal co-op game Um, we only did the first level and we did one playthrough of it of which we lost but, in doing so, it's only that we was quite late you know in the evening for us not to ha- warrant the time to have a second crack at it. yeah, we worked out what we did wrong pretty quick, and the gameplay was quite simple on how it played once we got our heads around how quickly everything sort of fits together. yeah, um but it, you know it's a tower defense game. um, the only thing that I wasn't expecting is in a normal video game tower defense game. you plonk a tower down and it stays there, yeah, in this you play your towers, they do their thing for a turn. And then you pick them back up, and you can only upgrade them by trading them to each other. Okay. So in doing that, it's you can't rely that oh I've got this tower in this space doing this you know every turn. Yeah. But it was the way the the enemies spawned through us. So you have a stack of you have three enemies on the board in this training mission to start, and then a stack of ten more to go through, including two portals, which are the bits you can't let escape. You just lose if they escape. Yeah the way the spawn mechanics work, we stopped a few things moving. So the spawns jumped through to the first spaces and one of them was one of the portals. So we had one turn to kill it and couldn't do it. Nice. So, um, (laughs) we were literally like two spaces from killing that and being able to carry on. Yeah. But just the way Mm -hmm. we would planned everything, we realized had we known that that was coming up, we could have done something about it spawning at the top of the track and actually had time to deal with it rather than just panicking and, (laughs)
0: Well, it's definitely a game I'm looking forward to trying. Um, I've heard many, many good things about it. I've heard many, many other stories about it being as brutal a game as there is possible. Um, and I've heard some people say they don't like it. So it's definitely a game that I'm looking forward to trying out for myself. Uh, and yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes. I think I'm going to have to play that one solo, unfortunately. <laughs> but So before we before we finish up here um do you have any personal goals this year any any games you particularly want to play or or even games from the past that you've owned for so long that you you really have put it on we won't say new year's resolution cuz i don't personally believe in that but is there any personal goals that you want to put on your gaming calendar for this year
1: um, i've got a few it all depends on the status of the world though um last year back end of last year i finally managed to buy two legacy games um both are still in shrink sitting in the corner because i'm not playing a legacy game with you know one other person and wasting it um not when they're that expensive but so i need a group of five or six that will regularly be able to play one and we don't we know we're not even allowed to see each other at the moment let alone that many people yeah. So I'm not sure whether I'll get to do that until the back end of this year or if at all, but that's one goal. If at the moment I'm allowed, I would like to give that a go. Yeah. Um, again, trying to get more on top of Tabletop Simulator so we can see some more of these games going with multiple people. Yeah. I feel very lucky I can do some of my campaign games that don't edit. Like Kingdom Rush comes with stickers and stuff, but we're not going to use them because, you know, worst case scenario, we can write down which missions we've done yeah, and what, yeah, what we've exactly. achieved. Um, but I do have my girlfriend to sit playing games with you mm. know so I feel lucky enough on that front um, so I get I can try a lot of my games and I've got some campaign ones like I've mentioned turtles before I'm determined to burn my way through as much of that as I can this
0: year I think you might get me playing that game this year um, it's so quite, it is actually on my list of my personal um, goals that I want to play this year
1: yeah, I, I really enjoyed that game. Um and the other one is a personal one that me and you have brought up many a times and we I will still be admit that we haven't touched at all, is we have about four game ideas of our own yes. that we want to we want to create. I would love to see one of these get given the time this year to actually be developed and get to a point where we can start um demoing it and trying to get people trying these things and yes. actually seeing if we can do it.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, again, that's a personal goal. It's it's definitely on the list. It's quite high on the list, to be fair, because that is something that we can at least start in the preliminary online. Um, ideally, I would like to do those kind of things in person, but, you know, world as it is, it's not going to happen. Um, I, I've been putting off doing this podcast because, you know, I'm, I'm very obsessed with actually being face to face with the person i'm talking to um you know you guys can't see it but we are actually on cam looking at each other for the first time since december Uh, and god i I haven't missed that face at all (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um personal personal gaming calendar for me this year there are i've got so many games that are on the pile of shame that i either haven't played or haven't played for a long time but Certain ones that really stand out to me is Isle of Cats is a game I've wanted to play since it turned up. It has not been played yet, so that's definitely high on my list. People probably won't believe me that I own Dice Hospital and have never played it, so that's high on my list as well, as well as um, Kingdom Rush, as, as we've already said, so there, there's a fair few that are on there. I'm actually intending on maybe writing a list of 12 games for this year, one for every month, that... I really wanna play. Um but we'll we'll see how that we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Um do you have personally have any podcast goals for this year?
1: Um I have been championing so with my personal life, I, my college course is to become a therapist. Um you know, I've been working at that for three years now. Mental health is a big, big, big part of my life. We almost started the last podcast with a mental health episode. It's a big part for both of us and Paul as well. He mentioned it when we did our interview with him. Yeah. Um, I want to get it right and I've not given it the time to put that out there, but that's high on my list to get You know, fairly early this year is to get settled on a decent um, go at where mental health fits in the gaming industry. And where mental health goes anyway, you know, my biggest goal, personal goal for this year is to pass my college course. Yes. Which isn't a guarantee at the moment, courtesy of the COVID-19 situation, because me in placements has become an issue. Yeah. I have to actually practice on real people this year for to pass my course and get 100 hours to do it. Um, And at the moment, I the ones I've had lined up, I can't do face to face. So it's, yeah, it's been very tough and it's very difficult. And that's been my ups and downs of the last like few months specifically of kind of where i feel like i'm being tugged for both forwards by good things happening in my life but backwards by that being held back but i would love to really champion why gaming has been such a huge part of my well-being my mental well-being and continues to be so and how i've seen it affect other people and the goods and the bad is not always plain sailing you know gaming can have an adverse effect on people's mental health as well but most of the time from what I've experienced is a positive thing of good escapism. And I'd really like to explain why, how, and what people can do to help cope with things like that and where there yeah. is help.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, it, it's definitely something that I feel the gaming industry really does help, uh, help towards, but there are also some, there's so many positives, but there are also negatives. And I would love to go into depth Uh, as to what those are with regards to the gaming industry and how we can help people going forward. Um, There's so many episode ideas that I've had in this month or so off, and I I, I mean, I could probably start listing them off, but we'd be here for hours. (laughs) So we won't be doing that. But yeah, needless to say... um, Mental health and gaming, that's definitely high on the list. You can expect to see that episode or hear that episode very, very soon. We are going to try and do that as an early one this year. Um, I had an idea for an episode of how to teach games because we are pretty experienced now in teaching people to play games. Um, But there are actually some obstacles to overcome when it comes to teaching games so that is something i would love to actually talk about and give our advice on how
1: we still get it wrong sometimes you know i have seen people hate games i love and love games i hate by the way they're taught yes you know and their experience people's first experience of a game defines their overall experience of a game if you have a bad run at a game how good the game is people won't go back to it yes
0: yeah Um, and i have definitely been through that myself
1: i've seen other people as well thunderbirds as we all know is one of my favorite co-op games i still know one person that literally had the probably most brutal game of thunderbirds i've seen where we lost in two turns yes and that put them off playing it permanently they won't go back and it's just such a good game and they've played other very similar games that have loved, but they associate that with that one really bad experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I thought we could install this year is actually our own personal uh, gaming rating system. You know, ones to 10's awarding our, uh, our sort of bronze, silver, gold, maybe even platinum statuses for games that we feel are worthy of such a thing. So we need to really sit down and, and work out exactly how we would grade games
1: we would do it on a meeple rating um
0: but yeah we do the the, <laughs> the, the 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 bronze meeple the the gold meeple and the platinum meeple you know
1: or just how many meeples we could do a scale of 1 to 10 meeples exactly so see we, we can't we haven't even got as far as sorting this out ourselves
0: yeah. no exactly so that is something we are going to be sitting down talking about because it would be great to actually have a chart that will be available for people to just look at uh, as uh, our top rated games for the year helps us at the end of the year as well when we do a year in review and we can go oh we rated this game this game and this game really high so
1: yeah we do historical ratings at that point as well you know our entire game libraries eventually could be rated yes you know we can go back and rate the ones we've already done so we don't have to duplicate our episodes but give you an idea of what our personal favorite games in our collections are and why
0: yeah Um, uh, This was actually an episode that has been requested of us. Back when we were the Podcast Recorder Gaming community, we did an episode based on uh, tabletop terminology. We have actually had a request to do a second, possibly even a third uh, part to that to cover the bits that we didn't cover before. So you can definitely expect to hear a bit more of that from us as well in the future. Yeah. But other than that, is there anything else you want to talk about today before we sign off and go back to our lonely, isolated lives?
1: Just to hope that everyone has managed to have a good Christmas and a good New Year's It's been a very, it's very strange times at the moment, and personal care is a definite big thing you know that we need to champion and to not lose all hope, you know yeah. um,
0: there is, there is good... definitely a life at the end of the, a light at the end of the tunnel
1: a life at the end of all of this you know who knows when it'll end there's no there's no point sugarcoating everything stuff isn't great at the moment um but you you know life is what we make out of it yeah and you know that applies to gaming and life in general and you know i I feel very lucky for the position i'm in with everything at the moment but we've just got to hold on until we can start getting back to being social with each other again and letting this hobby thrive in the way it should instead of through the digital medium, but we'll use that as our driving force to keep things going.
0: Indeed. So, we're going to leave it there for this week, guys. Um, there will be no poll this week. He is still furloughed from the uh, the meeple-minded, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> but when we come back, well, I mean, that, that's another thing we could say. When are we going to come back in?
1: Um, we were having a quick chat about this before we started, and I think we uh, mutually agreed that to give us time to actually get you a few episodes up and running and so that we can plan and make sure things are well. I think we're going to aim for early February as a start, start February as a fresh starting point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair, fair thing. That's, that'll be about a couple of weeks by the time you guys hear this episode. Um, so roughly at the start of February sometime, you will hear the new episode. We are aiming to release episodes every Tuesday going forward rather than last year's Thursday releases. Yeah.
1: We aim to be up and running by now, but like everything else in the world, things have changed and we've had to adapt yeah. to it. So, um, yeah, hopefully it will be sooner rather than later for us. Yeah, definitely.
0: And when we do come back, you can get ready to hear Paul Paul's dulcet tones again, shall
1: we? <laughs> <laughs> He's been given an upgrade in the um, new shed too.
0: Yes, indeed, it is now essentially a room. We 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 really did uh, did work on that over Christmas. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining us for this little update episode. Um, if you do have any questions, any comments, then please do reach out to us on any of the social media webs, uh, you know, social media platforms. Just search for the Meeple Minded, you will find us. We we are, you know, the the logos are the same everywhere, so you should be able to see us. Um, you can join the Crawler Gaming Community you, uh, Facebook as well, if you so wish. Uh, And you can find us on our Discord, where the links will be on all of the social media platforms as well. Are we going to be continuing to run our Monday events, Ian? Of course we are. Indeed. So, Discord, every Monday evening from 7pm onwards, playing board games, tabletop games, war games, card games, all that jazz. And chatting, basically. Let's keep social, let's keep connected. It helps more than anyone will ever know, I think. Yep. Thank you very much for joining us guys. We will see you at the start of February. Stay safe and stay well, thank you all. Bye bye guys, bye bye.